0: All right, good to have you with us right here on the Team 980, always live and free, and worldwide on the Odyssey app. Joining us right now from the Believe Podcast Network, you can follow him at Ed Smith Speaks on X or Twitter, for those of you familiar still with that terminology. Former NFL tight end and host of the Believe in Cardinals podcast, he is Ed Smith. And he's with us on the BetQL guest hotline. Ed, it's Chris Russell here back in D.C. How are you, my friend? Thank you for joining us.
1: I'm doing Thank you for having me, Chris. And uh, happy football Thursday to
0: you, man. Absolutely. No doubt about it. It gets going for real uh, tonight. So um, you played, obviously, in the league and were successful. What was a new season like for you? I mean, everybody believes in themselves, right? Everyone wants to believe, hey, my team can do it. But was that the case for you every year, or did you know when you knew eh, this is going to be a really rough grind?
1: No, you know, if you're honest with yourself, you know every team they kind of have an idea of what their ceiling and their floor is. You know, everybody starts out optimistic. Uh, everybody right now is a right now tied for the division lead at zero and zero, and who's to say where you're going to go from there? You know, the year I, you know, I was fortunate enough to play on the uh, 98 version of the Atlanta Falcons. We went to the Super Bowl, and we did not have Super Bowl dreams to start that season. We had some goals that we set for ourselves, and, you know, as a team and as individuals, and if we met those, then who knows what could happen. But, you know, it's one of those things, you know, Hope Springs Eternal this time of year, and, uh, you know, even the, the Cardinals are probably trying to talk themselves into, Thinking we got to, you know, we're going to shock the world this year. But reality usually sinks in around week four or five, you know. Right? Uh, you know, I didn't even realize this.
0: Um, you know, I remember, I remember your career, you know. But maybe I, I just so many players that I've covered. So, like, you played here uh, with Washington,
1: right, for a year or two years, was it? Uh... Uh, I, I was. That was my first stint in the NFL right. back in '96. Right. Where I right. made the switch from football. And I played under North Turner that year. It was a pretty talented team too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, started off eight and four and then we fizzled to eight and eight, I think it was, and didn't even get into the playoffs. But yeah, I was there in Washington and really enjoyed my time there. And it was my induction into the league after nine years of minor league baseball.
0: Yeah, no doubt. That's a, a and a hell of a, a career. I mean, obviously a tremendous athlete. We're talking to Ed Smith, former NFL tight end, former Redskin, uh, former Falcon, Cardinal, uh, I mean, Eagle, uh, all, all of that, uh, with us here and the host of the Believe in Cardinals, uh, podcast on the Believe podcast network. Um, so let's, you know, let's get to this. Uh, you know, the reason why I asked you the first question is, Everybody's counting out the Cardinals, right? Uh, I, you know, I, I mean that's not something that you haven't heard, and I'm sure discussed. Um, if you're Jonathan Gagnon, what is your message before you even step on the field on Sunday to your team? How do you get them to believe that they are not as bad as everyone thinks they are?
1: <laughs> that's a great question, Chris. I, I imagine. You know all the normal, you know, uh, coach talk about. You know nobody believes in us outside his room. You know if we all do our job, we can go out there and we can prove everybody wrong. You know I'm sure he's going to throw every, um, you know, thing at them to try to get them to believe. The problem is, you know, as professional athletes, you know we, you know, and I consider myself a former one, but still, when you're looking around the room and you're looking at other rosters and you're doing the comparisons and You, in the back of your heart, in your heart of heart, you know how good you can be or how bad you can be. And it's hard to tune out that, you know, it's hard to tune it out when the entire country, the whole football world is talking about how bad you're going to be. And, you know, that's just going to be one of those things until you get to that first game, you know, you can either believe one way or the other, it's going to be, Let's go out and see what we are. And then we'll, in a couple weeks, we'll be able – because we've been talking, as you mentioned, we've been talking about it all offseason, how bad this team could possibly be. Let's take it on, a, on a, a kind of a parallel scope. Everybody was talking about how bad the Colorado Buffaloes are going to be all offseason, all mm. you know leading up to the first game against TCU. They went out there and shocked the world. Now We'll yep. see what happens you know, from here on out. But that's all the Cardinals have been hearing – now it's up to, it's time to go out and play. We're going to find out how good or bad we are. And it's a week-to-week thing. You know, it's it's going to be interesting to find out how prepared this team is. And here's the thing, Chris, I've told my radio partner, it's not going to be up about the wins and losses for this team. It's going to be how they look in their progression of if they are losing, are they losing but they're scrapping? Right, right. Are they losing but they're giving up? How they how they, how they
0: compete? How they compete?
1: Exactly. Right. That's going to be the, the 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 test for me. So we'll you know like I said it's going to be a hard sell inside and out the locker room, but we will see come Sunday how good or bad they look.
0: Former NFL tight end and Arizona Cardinals analyst on the Believe, Uh Podcast Network uh, is Ed Smith. He's with us here. Again, make sure you give him a follow on Twitter, X, at Ed Smith Speaks, at Ed Smith Speaks. All right, so uh, I, I, I'm, you, you took me in a couple of different directions here, so I'm trying to just hone in on, I guess for me, uh, it, how I see this matchup, and I've been saying this all week, and I, I look at the Cardinals on offense, despite the fact that they have Dobbs who just got there yesterday, but because he's got experience in Drew Petzing's system from last year in Cleveland, I, I don't think that's that hard of a transition or maybe as hard as it normally would be. I think this offense with Hollywood Brown, with James Conner, with, um, Rondell Moore with a couple of, you know, the, the offensive linemen that they got, uh, you know, uh, Paris Johnson in the top ten in the draft uh, from Ohio State. I think this offense can crease this Washington defense a little bit. Is that
1: fair? It's fair, uh, but I, I do think that the biggest issue for this team is the margin for error is going to be so small, Chris. We're not going to be able to overcome penalties. We're not going to be able to overcome uh, uh, turnovers. Um, you know, giving the ball up deep in our own possession. The the mistakes that other teams can overcome because they have talent on the roster, this team is going to have to play to perfection on both sides of the ball, in my opinion, to stay in games. And that's not a great way to go into a season. You know, your margin of error should be, you know, greater than, uh, you know, the sum of all things if you want to, you know, so it's going to be such a tough, You know, you're you're starting with a quarterback who has two starts in the league. Now he's been here for less than two weeks in this offense, even though he's been here, you know, with Texan under prior, you know, uh, circumstances. But you just stack up all the the, the chips that are against us. And, man, we got to be perfect just to even stay in the game, let alone win it or, you know, compete. And that's where the issue for me is going to be. They're starting out at such a minus that – you know, it's just going to be such an uphill battle and that's on a weekly basis, depending on how quickly they gel, how fast the offensive line comes together and it can pr- protect Dobbs, how quick the running game can be there to take some of the pressure off him, et cetera, et cetera. And then, uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, we don't look threatening in any way. I yeah. mean, we don't have a rusher. Yep. You know, we, we're, we're just, we, we are just bad at all, at all spots. It's, it's going to be a, <laughs> It's going to take a total team effort for this team to stay in games, let alone win games this year. Well, that's what I wanted to hone in uh, as well on you,
0: because I've been saying this all week. They lost arguably their best corner in in Byron Murphy to free agency in Minnesota. They lost arguably their two best defensive linemen in in J.J. Watts to retirement when he was healthy uh, and Zach Allen to Denver. They traded away Isaiah – or they let go of Isaiah Simmons, right? I I mean – like outside of Putin Baker, who do they have that can hurt you?
1: Absolutely nobody. And you said they lost them, Chris. What actually happened? They let them go. Even, you That's know, with Murphy yeah. and some others. Right. They didn't even make an attempt to bring them back, which, you know, that was the beginning of bad signs for us. You know, doing the free agency, they went out and got mid level guys and gave them these one and two year contracts, didn't go out and spend any big money. And, you know, they knew what they were doing. At least they're giving us the impression that they know what they're doing by this. The, you know, I was joking earlier this week, they're not doing a remodel of the house. They've literally demolished the entire <laughs> house, and they're starting from scratch. This isn't a kitchen makeover or, you know, upgrading the bathroom. This is, we took a stick of dynamite, blew it up. There's no house or foundation. We're starting from scratch. And that's kind of what they've done and when you go down the roster and you mention Buddha Baker, after his name, maybe Zavin Collins, it's like, where do we go from there? There's not a whole lot of familiar names on this roster.
0: No doubt. Um, all right, before we run out of time, um, and Ed Smith is with us, uh, host of the Believe in Cardinals podcast, uh, right here on the BeckQL. Uh, guest hotline on the Team 980 in D.C. I wanted to ask you about Kyler Murray because he's such a polarizing figure. We know he's not playing uh, anytime soon, certainly not this Sunday, but they named him captain. Ganyan and Monty Osenfort seemingly are embracing him the way the previous regime did not. I assume all of that is true, but with that being said, what do you ultimately think is the future this year and next year for Kyler Murray? The
1: The future for me will... Become a little clearer when we get around game six, seven, eight, and we're start hearing more reports about him doing more on the field, He's getting closer to getting back out there. And if they don't get him back out there, that leads me to believe they're they're protecting him from himself, and they might be going in a different direction come next spring. You know, if they get to the middle part of the season, and even if we're one and seven, you know, two and nine, whatever it is, and they decide, hey, he's a franchise quarterback, we want to get him out there, then that will lead me to believe that they have plans for the future for Kyler Murphy. But right now, you know, what are they supposed to say other than, hey, he's doing everything he's supposed to do, and he's our guy, and, you know, we're going to hear all that until it actually comes time to either put up or shut up. In my opinion, I'm thinking the closer we get to that 1-8 and eight mark, you know, like I said, 2-9, and nine, whatever it is, they might start talking and the other thing is we have to not just worry about them being ready to get him back in line. We gotta be ready for Murray to get over the because I've had that knee injury before, wasn't an ACL, but that, you know, getting over that hump of I'm ready, especially mm-hmm. as a quarterback that uses his legs, we're not necessarily sure of his confidence. So as this is gonna be like a soap opera, you know, stay tuned. We're gonna have the cliffhangers every week until we get to him either getting in the lineup or they get to a point where they say those words. We've decided to shut Murray down for the season because it doesn't look, there's no advantage to bringing him back or whatever it is. Once we hear that, then we can start speculating. Right now, it, it all is a mystery. And, of course, they're going to say the things that, make us think that they're all in on Murray right now.
0: Absolutely. Ed, appreciate you very much. Thanks for making time for us. Great stuff, great information, uh, and uh, great to catch up with you. I really appreciate it.
1: Anytime. Enjoy the
0: football season, man. Continue success. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. That is former Redskins tight end, former NFL tight end, played with a number of different organizations, including the Lions, Eagles, Falcons, uh, went to the Super Bowl, as we mentioned, Uh, Ed Smith, and co-host of the – Believe in Cardinals podcast on the Believe Network. Thanks to him for making time for us. Our number two, we get into you on the phones at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 as we talk about about what the new owners had to say yesterday, last night, uh, and we'll go through it all. Uh, we'll uh, kind of dice and slice it uh, as we go along. Of course, if you want to talk about the X's and O's of the game, what do the commanders need to do in order to get a convincing win? And would anything short of a convincing win make you worried on Sunday? In other words, is a tight win okay? Is a win a win? And any win, any type of win, a good win. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app.